everybody, it's Justin McElroy here. I'm one half of Sawbones. Uh, you probably knew that already. Uh, we have a, a classic to help get you in the holiday spirit this week. It was really, this is really my wife at her most wildest. Um, it is an episode called Santa is Sick. It is from 2016. And uh, if you need to start worrying about Santa Claus, this is the podcast for you. Uh, I hope you enjoy, and uh, I love you very much. Okay, here you go. Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. of Misguided Medicine. I am your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Every time. Every single time. Okay, I just had to press record. It's a high-tech op we got going. Justin, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. Um, Santa is <laughs> short. <laughs> do you know how to adjust him? Hit you real quick. This is important. This is a... specimen <laughs> for, for today's demonstration. Merry Candle Nights. Thank you. Merry Candle Nights to you. I don't know much of anything about Candle Nights. Okay. Uh, I've talked to you a couple times, but... Mm-hmm. But I, I, keep, I keep forgetting, or maybe I wasn't listening. Either way, the important thing is, I know about Santa. Okay. I mean... I will say Christmas is the main target of Candle Nights. It's the one we're most looking to sort of incorporate. So uh, what, what about Santa? Why do you bring up Santa? Why is Santa on the stage? Well, because I thought for Candle Nights, since, since Santa is what I know the most about, we could maybe talk about him from like a medical standpoint. I could kind of dissect like his health problems and his health history because, I mean, you know, we all kind of know Santa's not the healthiest guy, so... Ho-ho-sick? Ho I'm not saying ho-ho-sick. I'm just saying ho-ho doesn't always make the best choices. Ho-ho-sick? To be fair, I wanted it to be balanced, so there are some, some good points, some good things going for ho-ho, and 
some questionable habits. It seems like a little bit of a bummer, but <laughs> you're the expert, so let's do it. Uh, I want to thank my mom for coming up with this topic. <laughs> She's, she's here. She's in the dressing room. I'm not. Yeah. She's doing Thanks, better. Mary. <laughs> Thank you, Mom, because she came up with this. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So first of all, age. Santa is about like 550. Infinite. Infinite and eternal. Infinite eternal years yes. old. Yes. So I mean that tells us two things. On on one hand, I mean he's still hanging in there. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yes, he's still hanging in there. What are you talking about? Well, I'm just saying, like, on one hand, like, obviously good genes. Uh, on the other hand, like, he's getting up there. <sighs> yeah, I suppose um, Santa is getting up there. Now, on the flip side, he's looked sort of like, this is my pointer. Um, I didn't steal it from one of the curtains upstairs. This, he's looked pretty much like this since Coke made him up, so... Right? In like the 30s. So okay. Pretty much the same. Well, congratulations, Sydney. You went to college. You know that Coke invented Santa. <laughs> uh, now let's talk about his disposition. Cheery. Right. Joyful. J jolly. One this might can't say. be bad. There's no. nothing bad about that. This is a good thing. This, Santa has this going in his favor. Yeah, laughter, a positive attitude. These are these are associated with lower blood pressure and like general well-being is improved with these things. Okay, good. So Santa's on the road to Wellville. That's my boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, That's he, my guy, Santa. Either way, even if he is fighting some sort of chronic debilitating disease, he has a positive attitude about it. And that's What? <laughs> this is candlelight, Sydney. Well, you can't dissect everyone's hero Santa Claus. That's exactly what I'm going to do on the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, go ahead. Okay, so the, the reason that's important, though, is because let's move on to Santa's lungs, which are about in this red region right Just like where they would be with a normal person. Right, exactly. Okay, got it. <laughs> as far as I know, Santa has the anatomy of a standard human. I, I don't know that for sure. Yeah. We're assuming. Uh, now, a couple things about that. So first of all, he's exposed to a lot of chimney smoke. That's not great. Uh, secondly, I don't know if you remember this, but Santa used to smoke. Yeah, like back in the day, he had a pipe, but uh -huh. he, then he got clean, got on that vape. <laughs> what? That's, what his, that's what his beard's made of. Santa vapes. He proved to me Santa doesn't vape. I mean, okay, that one's not fair enough. That okay. particular Santa is not vaping. So no, but he did. He did smoke a pipe. You may remember because the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. Right. 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 So smoke like really was smoking on that pipe. Just wailing on so, that bad boy. So I'm concerned about chronic lung problems like COPD with Santa. You know, chronic bronchitis, emphysema. I guess that's possible. What else you got? Okay, also, I would say that Santa's neck 
looks kind of large um, from this perspective. And he, he, he is in the category of obesity, which may put him at risk for sleep apnea. I have a concern of sleep apnea with Santa. Okay, the good news about that is, if my boy doesn't sleep well, he doesn't do anything 364 days of the year. <laughs> so like, homie can definitely cat nap, no problem. Also, if you think about such things, and I do, he would probably be a difficult intubation. Like if you had to intubate Santa. What? I don't know his Malin Potty score, but I would just guess. And then I, when I look at that beard, I think even, even like a bag and mask ventilation could be tricky because, because of the big beard. So just, I mean, if you're thinking about like in an emergency situation, you gotta save Santa. No, I'm not. I wasn't. I am now, I guess. You have to be prepared. To he, save Santa? He's a, he's a 500 plus year old man who's climbing down your chimney. Okay, everybody, just be ready to save Santa's life if he tries to die in your house, or else you're going to get Tim Allen Santa Claus, and nobody wants that. What else is killing Santa, Sid? Okay, let's talk about Santa's heart. <laughs> um, it's huge and has room for all the children in the world. Exactly. Next! That's a condition called cardiomegaly. That concerns me, although... <laughs> I'll give, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that's probably metaphorical. Uh, but um, I, I do worry that he's at higher risk for coronary artery disease. Do um, you? He seems to carry his weight more centralized, and that is a risk factor. So, For what? For heart disease, for heart attack. For Santa having a heart attack is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. That, yeah, what else you got? <laughs> probably right. a good one at this point, wouldn't you think? Let's, let's move beyond the obvious, because I know we've all thought about that. Um, let's talk about kind of like Santa's cognitive abilities, mental status. Um, now we know that he makes a list and I think we can cut him some slack on that because he's got a lot of people to keep track of, right? right. He also checks it twice though. So is this a sign that Santa is thorough? Does he have memory problems? Perhaps we're dealing with some early dementia. <laughs> Could this be obsessive? That's a long list to check twice. Are we worried that Santa has OCD that he's not being treated for? I mean, I wasn't. <laughs> but that maybe that's a positive story, though. That's not necessarily negative. Maybe he's like a hero for people who are dealing with those sorts of mental health issues. Listen, guys, keep at it. One day you could have to deliver presents to everybody forever. That's that's a great way of looking at it. And, and again, on that positive side, he also has the ability to know when every child on earth is sleeping and awake and if they've been bad and if they've been good and remember all that. That's true. That's So incredible. that's some high level functioning, like memory wise and okay. so even savant-like abilities, I think. No, okay. No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I refuse to believe your, your um, snowman hypothesis. got me. It's a thinker. Let it grow on you. You'll get it. On the way home, you're going to really bust the gut. Oh, I just got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Santa's diet. Like Rain Man? Yeah, no, I... Thank you. It's like a weather-related joke. Those are my favorite. Yeah. 
It's festive. Okay, so let's talk about Santa's diet. Uh, we don't know much about what he eats most of the year. Uh, I don't think that's documented anywhere. But we do know that on Christmas he tends to eat a lot of milk and cookies, right? Well, that's obviously not your best choice if that's his standard diet. You know, we're worried about his sugar. We're worried about high fat levels. That's a lot of carbohydrates. Um, eating that late at night is not really great for acid reflux. And, I mean, he's just eating milk and cookies all night long. I wouldn't imagine that's his day. Like, that can't be his day today. That's, like, his treat, right? I would have to assume because if you... Let's do some calculations. Let's say that of the 75 million homes that Santa visits, only 1% leave out one glass of milk and one cookie. That seems under, but fine. Right, but this is, this is like a very low estimate. Like, we're all very stingy. Only 1% of us left one cookie and one glass of milk for Santa. And he eats and drinks all that, right? right. I mean, he always does. Sure. Right, it's always gone on Christmas morning. Right. And Santa ate that, right? Yeah, that's where Santa, yeah, Santa got it, sweetie. Okay, just making sure. That's... About 750,000 cookies and give or take 46,875 gallons of milk that Santa's consuming in that night. Now, if we think that each serving of milk has about 25% of your daily recommended vitamin D intake, that's about 18,750,000% of his daily recommended intake of vitamin D that Santa's getting all at once. Oh, all the vitamin D is the issue. And I mean, you know, some vitamin D is good. That much vitamin D begins to get problematic. Unlike a Wait, lot so of... Wait, so a million percent is problematic? Yeah. <laughs> I, you got to help it's, me. I'm a layman, so some of that is... I mean, we've talked about before, like, vitamin C, vitamin B. People like to take that. That's fine. You're probably just going to pee it out. But vitamin D actually starts to accumulate. So you can actually get hypervitaminosis D from all that which I have to assume Santa is at risk for. Um, and all if this, he's not, who is? All this extra calcium in his blood is going to make him nauseous, he's going to throw up, he's going to be weak, he's going to be peeing all the time, which is a problem when you're riding around in a sleigh all night. You know, He's going to have kidney problems, he's going to be dizzy, he's going to be confused, he could get disoriented, he could fall down. <laughs> Yeah, he's on a sleigh in the down. sky. He, he's an old man, Sydney. What do you want? Yes, he can fall down. He doesn't, though. He pulls it off every time. Now, he does pull it off every time, but he also spends an awful lot of time sitting in a sleigh. And then throughout the month of December, he's also spending a lot of time sitting in malls. And all of that sitting and those not his, moving... Those are his helpers. Uh, ...puts him... Puts him at risk for a blood clot forming somewhere down in the leg area. Uh, I have a big concern with deep vein thrombosis and blood clots in Santa. Those, those are his helpers. Dad told me that those are his helpers. <laughs> That's why that one smelled oh, like whiskey. Okay. They're, his, they're just his helpers. Well, now, to be fair, in some places, instead of milk, um, some kids leave brandy for Santa, so... The, the chill kids. Right. The chill kids who can which, hang. Which is, an, which is another big concern because that's, you know, that's a lot of alcohol, too. In one night, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Sid, I guess it is. That's like a bajillion percent of his recommended USDA whatever, huh? It's like a lot of brandy. The medicines, the medicines that 
We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? Pre-prepared? All I got in two minutes? I mean, filet mignon? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Folks, we get it. Keeping up with an actual play podcast in this economy is a tough sell. That's why we have great news for you. The Adventure Zone is changing up its format. We're going to be doing some shorter seasons, more experimental stuff. There's never been a better time to get on board the zone. And if you're sick of listening to our voices, we get that too. So we're including some guests Uh, on this upcoming one. We've got Kate Welch and Gabe Hicks, who are incredible. And you want us to try out some new games? You got it. We've got the new Marvel Multiverse RPG. We're using that and with a really brilliant GM doing it. It's dad. What he's saying is it's dad. Dad is doing it. It's dad doing it. You can listen every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm glad you said that because nobody says that. 
Can I just say thank you to you for such a thoughtful interview? Oh my God, yeah, I think you nailed it. Bullseye, interviews with creators you love and creators you need to know. Listen to the Bullseye podcast only from NPR and Maximum Fun. So I I think some occupational health hazards need to be addressed as well. Um, The sleigh that I have seen depicted for Santa does not have seatbelts, nor does it have airbags. Here they go. All right, here we go. Rules and regulations. Here they come. Here comes the boss. Here comes OSHA. Sorry, Santa. No more fun for kids of the world. OSHA has actually done a report on the occupational health hazards of Santa, in case you're ever interested. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you guys... This exists out there. You guys want to read, read it, your monthly means to kill, kill joy, people. Well, we did. Oh. <laughs> All right, so he climbs up and down chimneys. That's rough, especially at his age. Um, and he's carrying a very heavy sack of toys. I'm really worried about his lower back, his lumbar spine, the lower part of Santa's back, this area down here. He's, he's really at risk for bulging discs. Um, he's at risk for sciatica, for just arthritis in general, from all of this climbing and lifting and carrying. And who knows, does Santa use proper lifting technique? I don't know. If he didn't at first, one has to assume he probably learned by the, like, the 1800s, at least, right? I would also advise maybe Santa wouldn't carry the entire giant sack of toys down the chimney every time. It shrinks magically, I'm pretty sure. That's what I... That's what that, wasn't, I, that wasn't covered in the literature. No, okay. All right, other, other issues. So Santa is traveling all over the world. Uh, he's going through all of the time zones in one night. And as you can imagine, that could lead to some jet lag. That's fine. I've had jet lag. You know Santa can hang. Well, but my question is this. So with all that, with all those circadian rhythm problems with him, you know, never... His body never quite knows what time it is or when he should be sleeping... Is Santa using stimulants? <laughs> I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he quit smoking so he doesn't have the nicotine anymore. I feel so festive. I feel so festive. <laughs> I feel so scared. temptation for that has got to be large because of the amount of work stress that Santa's under. I mean, you think about that level of job stress. So for most of the year, he's unemployed, right? I mean, what does Santa do? He's got elves to do all the toy building. He's just checking a list. Yeah, twice. Twice. And then he pulls an all-nighter once a year. And also, it's on a super tight schedule, and that's a huge workload. That adds up to a lot of stress for Santa. We can all agree that it's, pretty, it's okay with us if Santa's jacked up on trucker speed. <laughs> The whole time, right? Like, we have accepted that probably. If you believe in Santa, you believe he's, he's bumblebee out the brain. As, hey, as long as he's bringing me my micro-machines, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'm also a little worried about the climate change. So we know Santa lives at the North Pole, of course, and that's the climate that he's accustomed to. Um, you can tell that because Santa wears this fur-lined suit as you can see here. Um, 
when you're used to that temperature all year long, and then one night out of the year, he's going to be spending time, you know, around the equator and the tropics. That's, that's really hard to acclimatize to that kind of heat really quickly, and especially in tight, enclosed spaces in chimneys, and wearing said fursuit. Um, I'm really worried he's at high risk for heat exhaustion. <sighs> Go on. <laughs> Are you okay? Can you handle this? Yeah, just like, let's just power through. I can take it. Okay. Let's talk about some ergonomics in Santa's life. Now, <laughs> we, it, let's assume that at some point during the rest of the year, he doesn't just sit there checking a list. Maybe he pitches in and helps with toys. Unlikely. Um, instructs, maybe, in the workshop. Well, it is a workshop built for elves. And we know that elves are smaller than Santa because we've seen it in all the cartoons and books. So That's canon, folks. Santa, although not here, is typically estimated to be about 5 foot 7, 260 pounds. I don't know whoever estimated that. But uh, he's not going to be comfortable at those little elf workbenches. Um, he is not going to be in proper position if he is working with heavy equipment, working with tools, building things. That's going to be a constant strain. Uh, again, on his lumbar spine, he's at risk for carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> no, go on. I'm a nerd to it now. I'm a nerd to this soon-to-be corpse that brings me gifts. <laughs> what else you got? Just bring it on. Come on. Which is another question about Santa. Does he have a succession plan? I don't know. Next! Let's talk about infectious diseases. Now... My biggest concern for Santa maybe was unfounded because it would be all of the little children who sit on his lap. Yeah, those are helpers, though. I'm going to counter that one right now. I'm okay. going to stop you right there. All right, so, so we'll, we'll say that all of the little snotty noses are not a risk for Santa. However, Santa is known to sometimes kiss mommies. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I'll give you that. But I'm sure it's just a cheek thing, no problem. Mm, I... She tickled him underneath that beard so snowy white. I don't think it was a cheek. Okay, I love you. You're a very good doctor. You don't understand how the, what that song's about. But I will explain it to you after the podcast. <laughs> Do you think... Hold on. Stop the show. Do you think that song is about a child who sees his mother kissing Santa Claus, literal Santa Claus? Yeah, it's called I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. That's what it's about. Okay, but do you think what that song is about is the literal demigod Santa <laughs> visiting a woman, stealing a smooch, and then dipping out the chimney? I is that to... the dystopian Christmas well, future that you buy into? No, what I always imagined is that like this was Santa's true love, but Santa cannot have this mortal woman being immortal as he is and so like he steals this one precious kiss and then has to fly away okay you know uh, and never see her again so so you turn santa into twilight and that's cool <laughs> i love that i love i look forward to reading your fan fiction i'm head of the boards after this to check it out but why don't you tell me the next thing it's killing my hero santa <laughs> Uh, I'm also concerned about the fact that if we're talking about infectious diseases, that he's eating other people's food. So he's flying around your house. He's eating milk and cookies that have been sitting out for 
I don't know how long. I mean, whose house does he get to first, right? So the milk's just sitting there. Has it spoiled? I mean, he's, a, he's at risk for a lot of foodborne illnesses this way. I mean, and we don't know that everybody washes their hands. Sorry, guys, you all don't. I know it. I know you all don't. I wash mine after I show your all's hands, though. You know, I'm going to keep it clean. <laughs> Some of you guys are in the bathroom for like two seconds, and you did not wash your hands in that time. We're counting. <laughs> I'm watching. All doctors are always <laughs> counting. One Mississippi, two Mid. Nope. nope. Dirty hands. Uh, you you mentioned um, uh, Twilight, and I will say that while I do not think that Santa is supposed to like like glimmer in the sunlight, um, his eyes do twinkle. Yeah. Right. It's, it's lovely. We know that. Yeah. Um, and my question is, did Santa have cataract surgery? Because. <laughs> Sometimes after you've had cataract surgery, you can see the the lens in there. It kind of twinkles. It was pretty. (laughs) We already got it fixed. It's not a problem. Just wondering. Next. Let's talk about Santa's pets. So, (laughs) thank goodness. So pets are are a good thing. Pets are good for depression. They're they're good for your general well-being. They're good for your mental status. People who have pets tend to be happier. Um, they're they're good to lower your blood pressure. So having this herd of reindeer, if we say those are his pets, that sounds pretty good for Santa. Um, it is bad, I guess, if he's allergic to reindeer, but we have no evidence of that. We have no reason right. to believe that. Now, it is important to know, though, that reindeer do carry some diseases that humans can get. Uh, Reindeer can carry tuberculosis. They can carry tetanus. They can carry rabies. Most commonly, though, if, let's say, you're going to get a disease from a reindeer, if you are, you're probably going to get brucellosis. Okay, what's that? So uh, this is an illness that can cause fevers and sweats, and you'll get aches in your muscles and aches in your joints. Um, It can eventually go on to actually uh, cause problems with your lower back and your testicles. You can get swelling and inflammation of the testicles, too. He'll never die. He doesn't need children next. So I, I would worry about Santa being at risk if he has a lot of contact with the reindeer for brucellosis. Um, you can also get it by drinking unpasteurized milk. This is how it used to be transmitted, but, um, but yeah. nowadays it's mostly through contact with, with animals. Um, now, cows are vaccinated against this. All cattle have to be. What's up, vaccines? So, <laughs> vaccines, I'm looking at you. So uh, we, could, we could theorize that Santa maybe has or could vaccinate his reindeer. Against brucellosis? Possibly. Can I also, just on a side note, can I tell you that brucellosis has more names than any disease I've other, ever encountered? And some of them are the best names ever. Can I, can I tell you some of these? Yes. For this, okay, for this illness, brucellosis, it is also known as backdoor trauma. <laughs> uh, fist of mercy. Five dollar disease. Goat fever, Maltese fever, milk sickness, uh, mountain fever, Satan's fever, slow fever, and Scottish delight. I can't. I'm sitting. I'm done. I can't. I can't take any more Santa. We're almost done. Okay. We, we got a couple more things to cover. Okay. First of all, skin. Now, we all know that Santa's cheeks are rosy. And that's probably a good thing, right? We assume he's out in the cold. That's why. Um, I would not like to assume that Santa has rosacea. 
Although he may. He may have, like, an, you know, an inflammatory condition where his skin is, is red and inflamed. That's possible. Um, we've also noted that Santa's nose is red like a cherry. So I am concerned about a condition called rhinophyma. Uh, this can happen sometimes associated with rosacea. You get a lot of fibrosis, like extra tissue on your nose, and it can be very prominent. People used to think of it as W.C. Fields' nose, and it used to be associated with alcohol. It's not. It has nothing to do. Don't worry, Santa. It has nothing to do with alcohol. Um, but I am a little concerned about the possibility for rhinophyma. But it's gin blossoms, right? So what gin blossoms are? Yeah, there you go. But, but it really, it really is. Mis- it doesn't have anything to do with alcohol. Thanks but, for the applause, everybody. I knew one one time. <laughs> Stop it. This is why I think he might be okay. There is a condition called pseudo-rhinophyma, fake rhinophyma, right? Which is when your eyeglasses are too tight on the bridge of your nose and you can't get blood and lymph flow back from your nose and your nose gets really swollen and red. That's why you need OptiGrab. You can just, you put, it stops right on the bridge of your nose. It's a nice little handle. Nobody's watched the jerk. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Finally, though, here, I'll end on a positive note. Santa, as far as we know, has been married to Mrs. Claus for a really long time. And a long, happy marriage can be associated with positive health outcomes. So, so he's got that one for him. For, for some of us, am I right? <laughs> right, wink, wink, guys and ladies, right? Any guys and ladies out here? Never mind. You're not, you're not very good at winking. <laughs> that was, I'm sorry you killed Santa. Do this. Oh, this? Yeah, it's like winking. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You killed Santa, so why don't you just not criticize the J-Man anymore? How's that? Because you killed Santa? He's fine. For now? Well, I just think it's important that Santa consider some of this information and take some steps to improve his, you know, health. Okay, well, there, folks, there you have it. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. Artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.